My name is Andres de los Santos, and this is Why Do You Write? All right, first things first, uh, it's been a minute. It has been a long minute since uh, I've uh, done an episode. Um, <laughs> winter break happened, and then uh, the first couple weeks of the term happened, so I'll kind of get used to those, but um, I'm back, and I'm really glad I'm back because I miss doing these podcasts. But on this episode today, I'm interviewing my friend Ashton, and Ashton, he is a photo chief here at Orange Media Network. One of my good friends, uh, him and I have such a weird relationship. Not weird in a bad way, but weird where we both can't be serious with one another for like more than three seconds. So the fact that we got a 30-minute podcast out is really, really <laughs> mind-boggling. But um, Ashton's a great guy. I love him so much. Uh, he has a really interesting story of uh, how he, um, his perspective on being photo chief. So I'll let him speak for that himself. So um, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Ashton. All right, Ashton, how's it going? Good, Andres, how are you? I am great. Um, for our listeners, uh, this is our second time recording the podcast because I forgot to hit record. <laughs> Last oh. time we did this interview, which is on me, and it's been a minute, but we're taking a second stab at it, So, and I'm recording right now, so I'm doing something right, but... um. Are you sure you forgot to hit record last time? Because I remember watching this move. Well, I, I, so I hit record, I guess I hit record, but I, I couldn't find the file. So Let's just blame the technology. Sure. Technology's fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't your fault. No. Anyways, how you doing though? How you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm really hungry, but I'm so really energetic I. because I've only had coffee today. Same. Yeah. It's currently Friday morning at what, 11 a.m. about to be 12 and uh, I've only had a cup of coffee today. No food. Yeah. Which, not good, but. I only got four hours of sleep, and then I woke up to go to the chiropractor, and the chiropractor made me more tired because of how relaxed I was, oh, so yeah. I had to go get a 911 from Dutch Bros, and <laughs> that's six shots of uh, espresso. Bouncing off the walls? Yes, sir. But anyways, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so, Ashton, obviously, for our listeners, um, I know who you are, obviously. You're on my podcast, but our listeners, they don't know just who you are. So, for the audience, can you say you're... Your name, your pronouns, your position at OMN, and how long you've been here? My name is Ashton Bisner. I use he, they pronouns. I'm the photo lead, and I've been here for about a year and a half. That's right, because that's when I met you in, uh, met you spring of, no, not spring, summer of 2021, like before uh, my junior year. Yeah, but the first time I like really, really met you is the first assignment I took. The oh, okay. most... <laughs> We'll get into that. Oh, okay. That, that's the question for you later. Oh, oh okay. Don't mean to cut you off there. Anyway, Ashton, so obviously you're a photographer, you're the photo lead, and normally this podcast is about like writing in general, but I feel like there is just as much um, power in storytelling in photography as there is in writing. At least that's what Maddie said when I interviewed her for um, Maybe even more, well. I would argue. We'll get into that, maybe even more. So Ashton, let me ask you this. When you think of the word photography, what are three words that come to mind? I've been putting a lot of thought into this, but... Okay. Visual artistic storytelling. Visual artistic storytelling. Okay. And um, so why those three words in particular? Visual, visual in the sense like a photograph is engaging you mm -hmm. visually, right? Right, like, right. And I think photography in general is a very powerful art form. Even if you're not intending it to be an art form, you're still creating something in that that definition to me is art, mm -hmm. whether it's for photojournalism, personal, personal use, personal projects. If you're setting a stage, if you're taking candidates, to me, it's still art all around. And then yep. storytelling, just because every photo tells an image, even if it's the most abstract photo you've ever taken or if it's the most crystal clear portrait or whatever. Like there's be. some uh, there's some purpose behind the creation, the creation of the image. Yeah. And even if there's not, there's still like a story. Art is subjective. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. <laughs> 
I will say yes. Uh, Ashton is a good photographer because uh, he has taken many photos of me, and I think all the photos I have on my like social media accounts are photos of you, except one. But still, you've got a few from others. You got some Jess. You got Jacob. You but yes, you yes. have some. Yeah, you've got some of mine up there. Too. Yeah, uh, the cream of the crop. Yes, because Ashton's the type where it's like, hey, you want to do a photo shoot? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Which we got to do that soon. But it's yeah, just been but raining. It's raining. Yeah, we can't do like a raining photo shoot. You could, but mm. when I picture you, I don't picture gray skies. Exactly. We need. Well, like, I, I thank you for that. What do we need? Blue cum- cumulus clouds. Cumulus. I don't know my clouds. You know mm-hmm. clouds? Only the only the big cumulus. Cumulus. I don't. That's cool though. And then there's the wispy ones. The little wispy. There's the ones that look like UFOs. The saucers. Yeah. See, I know those. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> enough about clouds. <laughs> so, um. What got you like into photography? Like, how long have you been doing it? I'm generally, I'm generally curious. Um, I've always, <clears throat> I've always been into art. I was really into doodling and cartooning as a kid, and I, I also grew up in a very well. I grew up in a pretty tight, like close knit family. Mm-hmm. Um, like my parents, and my grandparents, but my uh, extended family is really big. And so whenever there's big family gatherings, there would always be a camera around. Right. I mean, you know, even in. Even in just like my close knit family, there's always been cameras to like save memories and stuff. Yeah. But especially when the extended family's all there, we like to take photos. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where it started is because I've always been kind of fascinated with like keeping documentation of events yeah. and people. So I think it kind of stemmed off of that and then just also my passion of other art forms in general. Like what? Like doodling, sketching. I've tried painting, watercolor. Um, I love illustrating, but. Um, Honestly, photography, I, since I can like take a photo and edit it fairly quickly, um, I think that's why I really loved and fell into photography to begin with because mm-hmm. I could get a piece out way quicker than if I were to sit down and doodle or draw. Yeah. And also since it's digital now, I can like go back if I made a mistake mm-hmm. and make different edits later. Right. So like that's why is I, I like working fast and I like creating pieces quickly. Yeah. You're so right. Because like. Let's say you you sit down for five hours and paint like a picture, right? By the time you paint the picture and it dries and get it done, you have already you would have already like done a photo shoot, like edited the photos, know what you want. So yeah, it's definitely a much quicker process. Yeah, it's just quicker in that for sense. Me. And I enjoy it more. And I'm social, so I get to talk to my subject. And then yes, you're social. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also get to be a director. Like I get to not in a controlling way, but like I get to tell people what to do to make like a photo come out the way that I want it or the way that my client wants it or the like way you call the story. shots. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, how long have you been doing photography for? Um, since, well, I got my first camera my freshman year of high school. What was your first camera? It was, I forgot what it was called, but it was a Canon and mm-hmm. it was, uh, it, it didn't have a replaceable lens. Oh, it was um, just the, like the one lens. Yeah. The first camera I got, it was a Canon and it had 50 times zoom that mm-hmm. didn't ruin the resolution the as you zoomed in. Like, oh, really? For example, on your iPhone, when you zoom in, it gets like really crunchy mm-hmm. and it loses resolution mm-hmm. with this camera. Well, with all cameras, when you zoom in, you don't lose resolution. But with right. this one, it was 50 times and it was just like uh, the lens was stuck to the camera. It, it wasn't interchangeable. Mm-hmm. That was my first camera, but it didn't shoot in RAW. Um, and once I learned that you needed to shoot in RAW to produce better photos, that's when I started upgrading once I liked photography hmm. and stuff. But okay. So you shoot like a JPEG? I would all I would have to shoot a JPEG on my old camera. And yeah. like it, it limited your editing capabilities. So. so yeah, I didn't when I see because I did photography for a little bit, but I'm not nearly, nearly as good as you, Ashton. But Thanks. I remember <laughs> I remember when when I told you I shot JPEG, you were like, why? 
was like, <laughs> you, were, you were like disgusted. You're like, why? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Shoot raw. Always shoot raw. If Always you shoot raw for your photos. But now you learn. No, no, no. Now I know. That's well, amazing, right? Yeah, way better. Well, I haven't shot photos in a minute. I do, I do video mostly now because I got the new camera. I got a new like Lumix. I got a Lumix uh, Panasonic S5. It's so nice. It does video. Oh, it's a hybrid too. So I yeah. think I take more more photos right now. I will say though, but like if you're not gonna like take photos to edit them, just shoot JPEG. But like, yeah. if you're gonna edit them and you want to see what your camera and your software can do, shoot raw. Shoot raw. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, back to photography. What do you like? What is your favorite thing to photograph? People. People. I like shooting portraits. I like creative portraits and um, creative portraits being like not traditionally like senior mm-hmm. headshots, like like creative, creative uh, portraits and headshots where like I get to play around with the lighting and props and kind of direct my subject what to do because mm-hmm. um, I like photography to express myself and express others. Right. So, yeah, if there's if the more creative the portrait, the more into it I am. Let me ask you this. How do you express yourself in a photo that's not you? Is it like like the editing you do? Like Yeah, or like if uh, there's like uh, themes that I like, then I will add certain props to enhance like a certain mm-hmm. theme or portray something. Um, think about it like this. If I'm an author writing a book, mm-hmm. I'm going to, and I, and I like fiction, I'm going to create characters that define who I am without directly stating it's me. Right. So I can take photos of people and although it's not me, the way I photograph it or my intention behind the photo can represent who I am. Can you give me an example of a time where you um you use props like for a photo shoot? Yeah. Like to like like convey yourself. It's kind of a sensitive topic, but I took a photo shoot for a class one time that involved drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Not that I have ever done a drug overdose, but a family member of mine has, mm-hmm. and and that affected me strongly too. Of course, yeah, and of course. So I took photos of like uh, pills and broken beer bottles and assembled them in certain ways with certain subjects to kind of um, represent those feelings that I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so things like that. That's got to be like, it's got to be hard to like. Um, how do, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, because like, I think. If you go up to me like, hey, you want to do a photo shoot, like just like portraits and candidates of you, like that's that's cool, that's easy. But if you have to go someone's like, hey, I want to do a photo shoot and like, for example, like the drug overdose example, that's going to be hard because like you're trying to like portray yourself in that as well in a way that's easy for people to visualize. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's got to be that's got to be hard. When I find models too, like I, I never... I don't tell people that I'm taking these photos to represent myself. I just ask if they're comfortable being in photos that involve mm-hmm. certain themes and yeah. if, if they're okay with me posting it and stuff. And then like, I just don't, I don't tell people that it represents me. I just post it. Yeah. I just, I make it for me. And then if people like it, people like it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're, so you're very, you're a very extroverted person. Exhibit A at this podcast. But mm-hmm. um, how do you approach someone like to a photo shoot and how do you kind of break that boundary? Just because some people aren't really comfortable to get their photo taken, you know? Like, I know, like, for me, like, when I was, like, when I first started working here, I used to say, hey, have my photo taken. But now I'm like, yeah, I have my photo taken. Why not? I think a lot of that is to do with, do with you. But um, how do you kind of, like, make people feel comfortable, like, taking their photo? 
Uh, it's got to be hard. Depends. Are you asking from a photojournalism standpoint or just from a I want to take photos and I need a model standpoint? Let's go. Let's go photojournalist because this is like says more to news. So from like the photojournalism yeah. standpoint, um, if someone doesn't want to be in a photo, then I really try not to push it mm-hmm. and I will just respect their boundaries. Yeah. Um, but there's all you always have to weigh pros and cons like. This is just going to be an example, but if there was someone on the street and they just punched somebody Mm. um, and the person who assaulted the other person doesn't want their photo taken, I'm still going to. That's an important part of the story. Now, the victim's a different situation. Yeah. um, But making people feel comfortable, like if I think that somebody like a source would be amazing for for a story Mm. and they don't want their photo taken, I might try to um, ease them into it by uh, explaining where they will be, how they will be posed, and I will just kind of walk them through all the steps. It's just important to be communicative and let people know like where the photo will be, um, show them the photo after, like if, 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 especially if they're pretty timid, like Mm -hmm. make sure they feel like they look good in the photo unless you're doing some candids then um it can get a little tricky but like if i'm posing my subject and if i need a headshot for a story or something then yeah. just show them make sure they feel okay with the mm-hmm. photo and just i i know that i'm really extroverted and loud especially up here but like when i'm <laughs> when i'm like meeting new people and i need them to feel comfortable you know just be calm and yeah act like you know what you're doing so they feel you know, comfortable and confident in the fact that you're going to produce a good image. Exactly. Yeah. And definitely just like <clears throat> being a photojournalist, uh, I can only imagine that, um, shooting like, um, or not shooting photographing, um, people and like events is much more different than photographing sports, which actually will lead to that. Well, so <laughs> I know the answer to this. What was your first assignment up here at orange, orange Media network? Oh my God. It was the OSU versus Hawaii game on September 11th. It was, okay, it was the OSU versus Hawaii football game mm-hmm. 2021. That was so intimidating um, to just be thrown into this giant stadium that's as big as my hometown <laughs> and to just take photos of these giant dudes tackling each other on the field and like having an arena of. 15,000 people just about feels like it's staring at me. Mm -hmm. That was my first assignment. Since then, I've only taken photos of one other sport game, which was yesterday. (laughs) Um, I was there for that too. Basketball (laughs) game. Yeah. I am not the best sports photographer. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do it. I don't have the best equipment. We have some equipment here. Forgot to rent it. Not going to (laughs) lie. But we've got some very good sports photographers. But yeah, sports photographers. Not my, I got not I, my expertise. I realized I just forgot a step. Um, so that was your first time for Orange Media Network. How did you even find out about Orange Media Network? Um, Indeed.com. Are you serious? I was playing Super Smash <laughs> when I moved in like two weeks after I moved into my first apartment. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want to get a job. And I looked up photography and Orange Media Network came up. Oh. Didn't even know I had to do photojournalism. I just um, got, I roped, was like, got roped into photography. That. Cool. Awesome. And then I got the job and I was like oh this is what I have to do so it's like a big like mind shift I was yeah, like, oh I bet yeah art art photography and like creative photography, Sports doing photography. I want to just like document the truth no spot he- like I can't do a lot of editing because mm-hmm. that's unethical because you're not yeah. showing the truth so like limiting my editing and um really like looking out for candid moments and meeting people and going places and yeah all that stuff I still remember when I first met you. <laughs> it was a, it was a funny. I I think I don't think I'll ever forget it when I first met you, Ashton, because it was, <laughs> it was me, 
and Jess, the former photo, the former photo um, chief on the bullpen, and Stephen, our advisor, is like, "Hey, the game is on Saturday." And I was like, "Yeah." And then he was like, "You got your writer? You got your? I got your uh, broadcast?" I was like, "Yeah, I got that." And they were like, "He was like, what about your uh, photographer?" And I was like, "Oh." oh. I didn't think that far. So I'm scrambling to get a photographer. And then Jess, and Jess and I'm talking, I'm like, I'm like hey, Jess, I need help. And then Jess at my desk, and you turn the corner. And then Jess is like, hey, Ashton, pointing, hey, Ashton, come here. Oh. And then she was like, this is Andres. Andres, Ashton. Ashton, can you shoot football? <laughs> I was like, oh, I've never done that. And it's going to be really dark, but I can try. Yeah. And so I remember <laughs> you were like, yeah, I'm cool. So I <laughs> give you my number, which for the record, my name in your phone is still Andres Sports Chief. Yeah. And I'm not the sports chief. <laughs> it will never change. It okay. can't change. Okay. It just has to be that way. And I just, I remember I, I sent you with um, a packet of people to look out for, like notes and stuff. Send me a packet of like who their names are, what the positions are, yeah, where I was they like, might be. I, was like, I, don't, I, was like, I don't know where you'll be. Yeah. Here you go. So... And then I remember game day, game day, I called you. I was like, Ashley, you, you alive? So like you alive? And then you're like, yeah, I'm good. Um, so I thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. That was, that was but, interesting. but how was I just like, oh gosh, I can like, that was your first college football game ever. Yeah. Ever. Actually my first football game I've ever seen live. Really? Yeah. Huh. My first, first assignment at OMN. First time. Yeah. How was that? First week actually being on campus. That's your first. Yeah. It was just a lot of first. It actually like, it was really fun because I was really nervous. And then that got like all of the angst out of me. And that one day when I was there, I was like, this is an amazing experience. Like I get to be here for free. Mm -hmm. I get to be in the best seat in the house. I oh, get to yeah. just do what I love and take photos. Um, I was definitely nervous because the photos didn't come out how I wished they would because they were so good. Like I had to bump my ISO up making them grainy because I just don't have the right equipment for that. Yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was. It came out good. It was a good experience. <laughs> we're all students. We're all learning. <laughs> so back to back to assignments. What is your um, process like for um, photographing like for a story? Let's say, for example, um, you get pitched to like photograph a story on um, a shop downtown. You know, mm -hmm. what is your process for that? That's yeah. what like. Depending on who the editor is, um, like uh, Beaver's Digest or Barrow or et cetera. Um, the editors will assign that to a writer. Then the writers get the assignment and the, hopefully they can start reaching out to sources and begin the writing process. And mm -hmm. then the day after that assignment gets assigned, a photographer is assigned. Um, so then you have to contact the writer and get in touch with the source, set mm -hmm. up a time to take the photos, take the photos, edit them, write the captions, upload, and then you're good. Sounds easy. <laughs> it sounds easy, but easier said than done. Of course. Of yeah. There's a lot of, there's just a lot of scheduling. Honestly, yeah. like the, the hardest part is just like um, just staying in touch with everybody because mm -hmm. like if one person doesn't check their messages, then the flow isn't there. But yeah. Yeah. And how was that? How was it coming from or starting as a, just a photographer and then becoming the photo lead? How was that that jump like? Um, really nerve wracking of because I didn't think I would want to do this. Mm -hmm. um, but it was kind of a mixture of like, I really want these skills and I also kind of had to. And I felt ready too. And mm. I got a lot of support from people. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. Um, I'm really glad I took the opportunity to do it. Um, I'm learning a lot and I'm meeting a lot of sweet people and amazing photographers and I'm getting a lot of, I feel like I'm getting a lot of good life experience. I feel like you are. I mean, um, yeah, you're working at a media co-organization might as well. Yeah. But it was really scary at the beginning. Not going to lie. I but, bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it was really, it was really good to 
do something that I didn't think I was going to be able to do. Because if you asked me in high school if I could do this, I would have said no. Oh, I would be yeah. too stressed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yes. Going really Same well. with me. I mean, I never thought in high school I would be a station manager for a college radio station. Second best radio station in the country, mind you. But yeah, I never yeah, I never would have thought that. You know, it's like and then you I, uh, the photo you took won um it won something, right? You won awards. Um the cover I shot, I think I don't want to like misquote, but I think I got third. I think it was third, yeah. Or an honorable mention. And then the Still whole though. issue as a whole won. And then Alan won best graphic designer in the nation, and the photo I took went up on the screen when it was announced. So that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, and then we got an honorable mention for our uh, J. Athy Murf- Murphy. J. Athy Murphy, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have for an award together. Post. Yeah, that's we got an right. Um, so yeah, I got a couple of things, and I'm excited because now that I'm photo lead, I can submit photos this year, and we have a ton. So that's I, oh yeah, that's so good. I I guarantee we're gonna get some awards next again. Year for yeah, the photos so. for sure. So let's go back to the Orange and American general. You, you kind of touched on this already, but how has OMN um, strengthened your uh, photography skills? Oh, um, my well, like I was saying, since I was used to doing creative photography mostly and not documentative or candids, um, mm-hmm. it strengthened my photography skills by introducing um, uh, like a different way to approach photography. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling more comfortable taking candids and I'm better at l- looking for moments that spark a reaction out of people i'm still improving like i have a lot to learn but in that aspect it's getting stronger and then um it's really important it's 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 indirectly related also well it is directly related yeah um like uh getting better at talking with sources and making them feel more comfortable because the more comfortable your sources the better photos you get in my opinion Mm -hmm. just the more the more the easier your job will be, the more comfortable they'll they'll be. It'll just be a better environment. So I'm uh, better better in the sense that I'm getting different perspectives of photography, taking different photos from a different angle, and then making my sources feel comfortable and being more sociable and yeah. in that aspect too. I definitely think that as a photojournalist, like it's your job to make sure the the um the source is comfortable. Cause like I feel like with like journalism and like photojournalism in general, it's seen as like one sided where it's like you reach out to them, it's like, hey, I need to take a photo of you. For um for me, mm-hmm. and like the source is like oh yeah of course like out of the kindness of their heart but then they're like what's in it like some are like what's in it for me <laughs> you know so it's like and then if you show up and you're like it's like you like you show that you don't care that like, you're just like like it's just a photo like you're not really like like acknowledging them mm-hmm. you know that's where it gets like messy yeah I've never had I've never had a source say that to me I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't want to speak for anyone, but maybe they think that way. But a lot of the times, like people are actually really excited to get their photo taken That's because cool. their photo will be posted on the website or put in the paper or their business is being um, you acknowledged, know, shared to the world. Yeah. So a lot of the times they're actually excited. So it's important for the photojournalist to be optimistic and exciting and um, create a comfortable space just so everything can go smoothly mm-hmm. and everyone everyone feels like everything is appropriate. Right. Oh, I just thought of a question. <laughs> Um, your team is very young, obviously. Like, I think it's one of the youngest teams up here. Um, I would say so. We're pretty diverse, but yeah. Yeah, but like young in terms of like, because like, mm, young, you know what I mean, young. How do you coach up your photographers? Like, whether they need to get an assignment and it's like feedback time. How do you coach them? Like, like, what do you kind of, like, what's that process like for you? For the most part, people, I mean, people who apply, you could apply if you have zero photography experience and you could still very well get hired because this is a place to learn. But a lot mm-hmm. of people that apply already found photography and I've been taking photos for a few years mm-hmm. or their photography majors or minors. 
So still a lot of the coaching just comes from like what I was mentioning earlier of like how to make your subject feel comfortable if you don't know them already. Like if right. you haven't met them face to face, you've just been emailing. How do you how do you set up that scene? And mm-hmm. um, a lot of it is just training on like the process of actually getting the photojournalism photo taken. Right. Because um, a lot of my, my team is already very good at what they do oh, yeah. photo wise. Yeah, I, I can um, I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah, the training also comes from, uh, like, uh, also what I was saying, how to look out for reaction rather than action mm-hmm. and how to take photos of a moment um, rather than staging a scene. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. So that's where the training comes in usually. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if people... Uh, I, I've had to coach a couple times, like, what is shutter speed and aperture and ISO? Mm-hmm. And um, that, you know, it's just uh, you have to practice. And, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so I just, I introduce it. Hopefully they either take notes or practice as soon as we're done. And then, mm-hmm. um, we just move on from there. Yeah. But yeah. Just take photos. Like all of my photo classes, the first assignment is always like take a thousand photos yeah. and just, you just do it. Go from there. Yeah. And then with being a student leader, cause I know I definitely relate to this. Have you ever had experiences like imposter syndrome, you know, where it's like, ah, oh, like it should, like, should it be me doing this? Like, should it be me the one coaching? Have you have oh, you experienced that? Well, definitely. Yeah. Um, I personally, I'm not saying this just <laughs> like I feel like a lot of people on the team are better photojournalists than me. Mm-hmm. I just think my strong suit is like organization and keeping the team upbeat and, you know, being, you a, being a resource most of my day and like being someone you can reach out to. Um, so yeah, sometimes I do feel like it shouldn't be me, but then other times I'm like, I think I'm right for this and I have people to help me. And like, I ask my team all the time questions. Like I, I, when I'm shooting sports, like I'll go and be like, Hey, how do I do this? Do you have any tips for me? Yeah. Um, which is good because it shows like as a leader, you're not trying to be like, Oh, I know every single little thing about photography. You're like, I need help. Please help. I need help too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like I, and I don't want to be seen as above anybody. I want to be seen as equal. Like exactly. Yeah. Which is so, a good quality of a leader. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I do get imposter syndrome, but then at the same time, I'm like, everyone's going to need help. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be perfect at this. Oh, for sure. No, yeah. no one is. So, yeah. And I have one last question for you, Ashton. Let's say a photographer approaches you and, like, they're, like, they're young, they're a photographer. Um, they want to join Orange Bean Network and join the photo team, but they're, like, scared. They're nervous. They don't think, like, like they can, like, like, belong there. What would you tell that young, uh, like, photographer to, like make that leap and apply and actually like want to work here. What I've been telling people like if they want to apply, but they're unsure come to a photo meeting and just Mm. like sit in on it, meet the people there, become comfortable with the place and the situation first. If you're really that nervous and then think about applying once you get to know a couple people and you see how, how it works. Um, if you don't know a whole lot about photography, we will teach you. And there are so many resources and like there are ways to set you up for success. That is true. Ashton has taught me. <laughs> I've taught you a little bit, but you're just naturally good. You're no. Good with composition. No, 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 no. Have you seen your photos? Well, yeah, but I practice and I just, I like it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, need, I need to practice it's like more. A, it's like my passion, my guy. Well, yeah, I'm all radio. Like, talking is my passion, my guy. Perfect. Uh, boom, this you're podcast, great boom. Than me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> that's all. Ashton, thanks again. Of course. For coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Of course, my friend. And uh, we will catch you guys all next time on the next episode of Why Do You Rant. Can we make an intro? intro uh, outro? Yeah, if you outro want. song? Yeah. Are you ready? Go. Do you want me to be the beat or the vocal? I'll uh, be the beat. Okay. This has been.
Watch the podcast with Andres and Ash in business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys all next week.